I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hope everybody's doing well today. I want to welcome everybody to the Unimpressed podcast. And we have a a local artist uh, in the studio today. And I'm unimpressed that he hasn't been here uh, (laughs) until now. But I want to welcome artist Patch Whiskey to the Underpressed Podcast. Welcome, Patch. Hey, thank you. Thank you so much. So, what's going on, man? I mean, you got you know, you got a few little drops of pain on you over there, and yeah, I got some pain. We went a little buck nutty in the studio um, today, yesterday. I got my friends, my girlfriend. We're all just hanging out in the studio and just and 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 painting, you know, putting on. We're watching the thing. I think we watched the thing two or three times in a row, critiquing it, trying to figure out who's the thing and. Cracking cans. We made the hugest mess in the backyard. It's wild. It was fun. Cracking cans. Huh? Oh yeah, we was cracking them. How long have you been doing this and and you know doing these murals and so forth? And what gets you to this point in your life? Yeah, I mean, I, I think it started in 1985. I was sitting in front of uh, my Zenith floor mount, my parents' Zenith floor mount, and uh, they brought in a, a little gray box. This is kind of like when the, the Japanese infiltrated my life when I was a kid. And it was called the Nintendo, mm-hmm. and the Nintendo changed my life because I, I grew up in West Virginia, and, and the trains were uh, coming through my town uh, with the graffiti. And uh, coming from a small town, we didn't have any local graffiti guys. It was just uh, train, train graffiti from from the cities mm-hmm. across the country. What got me started would be uh, the train graffiti and Nintendo. So it was kind of like a Japanese. Uh, fusion. So I'm trying to think about that, like that impression, right? What gives you that impression of of looking at that? You know, how does that make or memorable? How does that look to you? So you remember something like that? Yeah, I mean, at this point, as a as an adult, I feel like I'm just trying to channel my youth right now. Yeah. So everything's nostalgia for me. It's super nostalgic, going back into my youth, uh, reliving. Those kind of moments, I'm kind of like reliving the 80s um, with my artwork. If you're reliving your childhood, do you remember a lot about your childhood now? Oh, yeah. Oh, for sure. But, I mean, I was, I was doing some painting. Like, I think my first um, piece that I remember doing um, was under my parents' coffee tables in the living mm-hmm. room because they'd never catch me. That was my first graffiti was, um, you know, marking on something that didn't belong to me. It was my parents' coffee table underneath of it. Really? Yeah. So I'd be under there with crayons and, and markers or whatever. I got it as my open canvas. And that, I, nobody, they didn't see it. <laughs> they, yeah. They never saw it. So what was the setting like? So your mom and dad, you're from West Virginia. You have any yeah. brothers or sisters? Yeah, I have a sister. She's two and a half years younger than I am. So my dad worked on the railroad, which, you know, eventually I ended up working on the railroad too. And then my mom, uh, she she worked for um, as like a secretary or something, and then she's kind of a stay at home at mom. And um, yeah, so it's just kind of like they were they were cool, and su- super supportive with me. Yeah, just let me do whatever I wanted to. Now, what was what was the relationship in the household as a kid growing up? Yeah, it was super normal. I think like it was super normal, and I loved my parents. And my parents loved me, and they tried to do anything for me. And I didn't come up from some 
broken childhood or whatever. Now, does your sister have any artistic she, mindset? She is kind of, but not not so much like I am. But she's she's super crafty. Uh huh. Like uh, if, she, if you needed something built, you know, she could she'd build it for you. Yeah. Like and I can't do that. I can't I can't read manuals. Really. Um. So she would be the one that can go through the steps, build the thing. I can't do that. Uh huh. Because I just want to look at the picture and see how it's built, and then I'll try to build it from the picture. Yeah. Um. Do the steps. Now, do you do you see frequency? Do I see it? Yeah. I don't. Know. I feel it. You feel it. You can feel frequency. Sure. Can you feel frequency in here? Can you feel me? A little bit. <laughs> yeah. I mean, so you you can feel it, but you don't see it. Um. Yeah. I would say that. Yeah. Yeah. Because I don't know. I look at these things. I I mean, I have some intuition. I mean, you see on my table here, this is a the Reiki practitioner thing. It just kind of showed up in my life that I didn't even know I had. Tibetan Reiki, huh? Yeah, and it just showed up. And I talked to, like, Till Swan. I don't know if you know who Till Swan is, uh-uh. but she her IQ is, like, 175. Yeah. But she sees frequency in her daily life. Okay. Is, and that, she, like, is that colors and stuff? Or? Yeah. So she she will express herself with paintings as well. Yeah. With the swirls and so forth, because yeah. that's what she sees, uh-huh. you know, and she can't get rid of it. So I think that's the only way she feels like she can get rid of it. Uh-huh. So I'm just trying to trying to dive deep in your your yeah. head a little bit and say, hey, what do you? How are you trying yeah. to get rid of this visual effect yeah. that has such an impression on your life? All my stuffs are monsters, but they're also like it could be like inspired by my dog or people I know or or whatever. But I'm, I'm by myself the whole time doing these things, so I'm just kind of like. I get to like jump into another world and I get to explore this other world mm-hmm. that doesn't exist till I make it. And, and I get to be um, a part of it. And I've got a character that represents me in, in this world that um, I get to go and explore gotcha. um, all these unknown surroundings and environments. What do you see in this world specifically? I mean, it's good times. It's, it's, it's good times for sure. You know, there's no like, there's no jobs. There's really no money, you know. They, I don't even know if they're sleeping so much. Like, I don't know if they sleep. It's just kind of like a, a getaway. It's kind of like a little vacation world. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow! Did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com/acast and use code acast for twenty percent off your first purchase. The, the things that nine to five doesn't exist there. Uh, maybe don't exist as much as they do here. Have you been able, always been able to tap into that? That part of this this piece of it, this visual piece of it of your life. Yeah, I mean, I think so. I mean, it's definitely been a long journey getting to where I'm at and still evolving. I was drawing um, cartoons since I was like, I remember when I was eight years old, something clicked in my brain where I was like, um, just drawing comics, 
just getting good at drawing other people's comic books and stuff like that. As I was getting older, um, I fell in love with paint and I started painting stones. So I started painting a lot of stones. I was down in West Virginia painting these river stones. The river stones were free. The paint was basically super cheap. So, mm-hmm. I mean, I had it. I was painting all these river stones and um, I had hundreds of these painted rocks. Mm-hmm. You know, and then eventually um, you'd catch me down on the corner slinging rocks. Mm-hmm. And I started making money. Yeah. Know? I was the guy slinging rocks on the corner. Yeah. You know, and I started making money with, with my painted stones. Really? And that's how my art career basically, my professional art career started from me slinging rocks. Slinging either, rocks. Slinging rocks either at a church parking lot during a Sunday soup day or a flea markets. I was just like, wherever, wherever. It was, I started at the bottom. I was like, I started in the sewer pits of the art world. Yeah. That's where I started. I mean, what's your aspirations? I mean, is, is there is there any goals you have, or you just want to continue to express yourself bigger and bigger and bigger? Yeah, I mean, there's definitely some things I'd like to do. Um, I'd like to start up a toy company. I would like, um, I'd like to have like a, maybe a Patch Whiskey merchandise um, kind of thing, kind of like Kid Robot or something, um, and kind of infiltrate um, different cities. So you could go to a Patch Whiskey store in New York City, in Los Angeles, um, Chicago, Detroit. Mm-hmm. Pittsburgh, Miami. Um, paint the murals inside the store. Just design it and just kind of like maybe even like a Meow Wolf. If you're familiar with Meow Wolf, they're on Las Vegas and it's just mm-hmm. like this environment that you get to explore and there's like holes in the wall and you're like, what's that hole? And you can get to crawl in that hole and see what's going on in there. Oh, really? Another world in that hole. Really? Oh, yeah. I mean, I'm excited to um, explore things like that. Do you Have you ever looked into your lineage and maybe see where this comes from? I mean, what's your... What's some yeah. of your lineage? Are yeah, you- I mean, like um, 25% Italian, 35% um, out of the UK. I got 10% Scandinavian. Um, it's all based around this certain part of Europe. Like gotcha. My whole, I'm like 99% just in this little circle. Really? But I don't know as far as... So like, it's a, you think it's narrowed down to a pure source in the Europe, this Europe location? Um, it's definitely a, a certain region of Europe. Yeah. For sure. It's a tight little spot and what's come out of that region i mean i don't even know you know i don't I, that's stuff that i want to explore i want to mm-hmm. go over to italy and see my mm-hmm. I haven't got a chance to my, my dad's got to see see him and uh, my my sister and uh they've told because uh, one of my relatives is, owns a um a hotel over there mm-hmm. you know but as, as far as artists my dad's an artist my dad's so your artist. dad he so it was kind of passed down even though he worked in the railroad sure he wasn't like a professional, but he could have been if he wanted to. Yeah. You know, but he had some kids and railroad was there and his paychecks coming in. And uh, the art life's a, a crazy hustle, especially in southern West Virginia. What town was that? It was in Princeton. Princeton. Yeah. Now, was it, is that close to Charleston or mm, anywhere? It's like an hour and a half south. Okay. So you're closer to Prestonsburg? Yeah. No, because I don't even know who, where that is. Like Kentucky? Uh, no, other way. Other way. Yeah, I'm like 10 minutes from Virginia. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah, I'm over on that other side. Gotcha. Yeah. So your dad's art, what did it look like? He was doing like still lives and like uh, portraits, animals. And he was good. He yeah. just quit kind of doing it. So like for Christmas, I might buy him a sketchbook or some paints or something because I wanted to get back into it. Yeah. He just kind of fell off and didn't really continue exploring it. But he's good. He, he's He was into watercolors and stuff. And he was getting like he's getting awards back home. He was like mm-hmm. putting his stuff in competitions and winning things. Yeah. He was good. Kind of seeing the pattern of your father and now 
the position you're in now, what do you do you understand the business part of it of what you really need to do to position yourself the right way? No. What does this, the business part look like to you? I know it, it looks like um, like a math book to me that I can't read. Uh, and, and there's certain aspects of business I'm good at, like the marketing and advertising department. I got that department like down pretty good. Uh huh. But there's other parts of the business that's I'm I'm not good at. I need help with. You know, I mean, I went to art college. Um, I went to the artist of Pittsburgh, and they didn't. Um, teach us all the business aspects. What they pretty much done was cookie cutting us to work for the man, you know, work for this corporation, work yeah. for this, you know. So we were just kind of like little paint donkeys or little art donkeys for, for somebody else. They weren't teaching us, like, you're going to be your own uh, entity and you're going to create your own brand, your own corporation. They didn't teach us none of that. They didn't teach us how to do that. And mm-hmm. I would still want to maybe go back to college or something just to learn a little bit about business. Mm-hmm. Little, little. I mean, has anybody ever approached you with any type of deals or anything? Or um, some, and I, you know, you gotta watch out for those snakes. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Like I've, I've jumped in bed with people, and they've wanted to do things, and so far, it's like it's not been very lucrative for for me. Or and I'm just like losing sleep. I think they're just trying to take my my stuff over, my company over, my art yeah. over. You know, so. I don't know. There's contracts that need to be in line. I mean, I've worked. I've worked for people. I've worked for Adidas and corporations. Yeah. Now, what do you think that psyche is? Because this is something I deal with. But I, I deal with a lot of artists, either comedians. You know, when I say artists, I mean I think there's different types of artists. Yeah. I think my wife is an artist of cooking. Uh huh. Because you know, she has a very interesting taste palette and can identify different taste and line taste up, which I think is a, an art. Mm-hmm. For sure. So, and then comedians, you know, um, oh, yeah. there's a lot There's a lot of weird thought processes there. So do you think some paranoia comes with that? Oh, um, for, for me, for sure. Like, I'm losing sleep at night. Yeah. Um, just being paranoid about somebody's direction they're trying to take me or, or some underlying thing that I'm not seeing on the surface. It may not me. even be there. Right, right. It might be just me being paranoid. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, that there's just things that you can do to, to protect yourself. In the business, you know, between like trademarks, copyrights, um, and contracts and stuff like that, I'm not good at all that stuff. I've got I've got my stuff trademarked and all that, but uh, you know, contracts are still like a thing to me. Like I would just like shake your hand and yeah, that's, that's my just contract. move on down the road. Yeah, it's my contract. Maybe I feel like um, being from West Virginia, we're kind of a gullible people in yeah. West Virginia. You know, we'll just take you for your word or whatever. You know, the contract's us shaking hands and be like, all right, I believe you, you believe me, let's go. Yeah. So that's not real. If somebody shook your hand on a deal, would you, would you, are you that stand-up guy where you can write that on a wall where you shake your hand and you're going to stay with it? I mean, I guess um, if you want me to paint your wall and tell me you're going to give me so much money, I could shake your hand and be like, all right, we don't need a contract with this. Yeah. You know, but going up into more corporate entities and stuff like that, that's where we'd have to like get some contracts involved. How could how could someone take advantage of you in the in the in the art world? It's yeah. such a niche yeah. world. Yeah. I mean, how are they going? I mean, how are they going to take advantage of it without you knowing about it? Well, I mean, we'd, we'd find out about it eventually. I guess it's like people just stealing stealing your ideas. Yeah. You know, stealing your stealing your art, stealing your characters, branding it, putting it under a different name. So far, like in America, I'd probably be pretty protected here just because I've established myself for so long and I am protected under United States trademark and all that stuff. But in Japan, I'm not. You know what I mean? Japan could just run with it, I think. Yeah. If, if, um, and they do that. And there's not, I don't think that we can do in the United States if, 
the Japanese or, or any any country over there. I don't think it's like a, an international trademark. I'm not for sure. Yeah, you know? there is international trademark. Yeah, so I don't. Yeah, I have international trademark by the way. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. He has every country on lock. If you're hearing this, Locked right down on this right planet. Now. Any competition for your look? Oh, for sure. For sure. I see there's people out there painting stuff that's super similar. I've gotten inspiration along my path, you know, and I'm giving people inspiration through. Now, have you ever touched the Miami scene at all? Oh, yeah. Because you seem like there's the kind of that Miami vibe. Yeah, yeah. I go to Miami. I've been going to Miami like 13 years. Like, Art Basel's like a, the, the art mecca. That's where we, we always go down to that. What's the place down there with all the warehouses? Is that... Winwood, Winwood, yeah, yeah. And that's where you'll find me. And from Thanksgiving till the first week of December, like it's like this little two square mile radius of this industrial section that used mm-hmm. to be run down, and yeah, yeah, it's changed. But you seem to have a similar tone, yeah, yeah to that yeah. space for sure. Looking at your colors and so forth, obviously you have a certain style. How do you approach a, doing a painting, and how do you improve each time? Do you try to improve each time? I mean, I think there's going to be some evolution, even if it's the tiniest little bit of evolution. You know what I mean? It might just be a couple little more bubbles or something on this one than the last one. It's not going to be like this night and day process like, oh, you just flipped the script. I'm not I'm not trying to flip the script on anything. I'm just trying to keep slowly evolving my story. You yeah, know, I'm not trying to change my art style. I mean, I could just like change my color palette right now. And it would change the whole dynamic of the piece. Mm-hmm. You know, what if I took the color out and it's all just grayscales? Mm-hmm. You know, just doing that would give it a different feel. Mm-hmm. You know, and that would be a different. I could do the exact same piece that I did yesterday and do it today in a grayscale piece. So, do you, when you finish a painting, do you know the next part of your story? No, they're just um, sometimes the walls will tell me, you know, what's coming. Sometimes there's things in the walls that that I'll read. All right. That I'm going to use that pole that's coming off the roof. I know that that is going to be something to do with the the next piece or whatever that's going on the wall. So maybe there's windows there. So I got to work around the windows or the doors, or maybe there's a bush there that I can use. Each wall kind of dictates what I'm able to do on it. And now, how about NFTs? Have you thought about the NFT well, piece? Yeah, I mean, I, I know now NFTs are like the whole crypto world's like not in a great place the stock market world is not in a great place right now so i have i have this nft that i made it's a little squid puppy and it's um it's a little pink squid and it's cute as a button and it just and it just rotates i'm uh, got some music that goes with it and it, it almost looks like a thing like almost like a little wind-up thing but it looks porcelain like glossy glassy super clean super cute uh-huh um and that's and i haven't released it it's still unreleased oh really yeah. so it's not even on the blockchain yet nah mm-mm. I still have it, and I haven't even. I've just I've been sitting back watching it. Yeah, there's a little bit of a struggle right now, I think, going on until they really this till the dust settles. Yeah, the dust got settled. Yeah, yeah, it it blew up, it went to the moon. Now it's like, yeah, the dust got settled, and we got figured out. It's not going to disappear, but we're just in a a standstill kind of market. Mm-hmm. It's like the bear market now. Beeple, yeah, is from here. Yeah, I mean, you ever met Beeple? I have not. I haven't got to meet that guy, but I've been, I followed him. I was following him, you know, for years before he turned into one of the greatest living artists of our time. Yeah. This was before that. Yeah. Um, just cause I liked his art and I didn't even know exactly how he did his art. I knew it was digital. Yeah. So I just, I've been following his career for years. And then once he blew up and 
that's when I found out that he lived, you know, here. And then I met one of his uh, people that worked for him. I met her in Park Circle, and um, that's as close as I ever got. Why do you think you? Why do you think you ended up in Charleston? I have no idea. I mean, I've heard stories like you know. What I mean, at this point, like there's stories like, oh yeah, people still riding around his 1992 Honda Accord, and like, yeah, I don't know. I wouldn't be that guy, but maybe he is that guy. But I also heard he's got a, a 50,000 square foot facility that he's working on, probably just getting ready to be the next big thing, in the country, probably in the world. I mean, it's gonna be a everybody's gonna know about it. You know, yeah. people's gonna come from all parts of the world to come see this thing. Well, it's. I'm glad you came on here. I mean, cause I, I mean, no offense to Joe Rogan, but when he, when people was on Joe Rogan, Joe, how he interviewed him, he didn't really, I don't think he really showed who, the, who people was. Yeah. Cause I was like, let's dig into this guy's head yeah. and figure out what he's all about. Yeah. Cause you could tell he has some crazy shit going on. Sure. Yeah. You know? I know. I've, I've, I've watched him. I've just watched him on, on interviews and things, you know, cause I didn't even know who, what he looked like till mm-hmm. he got huge. Mm-hmm. You know, because he was behind, he was behind the computer. All the thing I ever knew was the designs that he was shooting on the internet for people to see. You know, he wasn't making any money. Yeah, like, this guy's not making. He's doing something else, working some other job. He's doing this because his passion. He loves it. You know, he's doing those every days. I don't think he was making money off those every days. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't know exactly his story, but now, do you feel drawn to here, this area? I like it here. My parents brought me here when I was a kid, and I liked it. Yeah, I'm in love with it. And I feel like I'm on vacation. Yeah. Well, do you, you know, you said you pick up frequency and yeah. energy. Yeah. Do you feel like there's a lot vibes. of energy here? Yeah, good vibes here. Yeah, for sure. Um, for my work, I have to travel to all the major cities in the country, you know, because mm-hmm. that's just what, that's what my art caters to the cities. And, and a lot of cities got uh, mural projects going on. and uh, There's a lot more walls to paint. Yeah. You know? So I'm going to New York City. I'm going to Los Angeles. I'm going to, to all these cities, but I get to come back here. Mm-hmm. You know, take my shoes off, put yeah. my feet in the sand, relax. Seems like in New York, you might go a little. You might go nuts. I can't do it. I mean, yeah. two weeks. I'm, I'm, I can do like two weeks there. You absorbed and like, enough, and then yeah, you it's just too much. It's concrete. Um, they're they're not grounded. Yeah, I mean, I'm when I went there, um, for weeks at a time, I have to go to Central Park just to feel normal. Yeah, you know, just feel grass. You got to put on like this leather skin when you go up into the city. Mm-hmm. In most cities, but New York City especially, like strap put on. it on. Oh, yeah. You why, do you, why do you think people don't talk about this kind of stuff with artists? You I, know, the mainstream doesn't talk about this kind of stuff. Why, yeah. why not? Yeah, I don't know. I, I, maybe they, I have no idea. I mean, I, I came from a small town, so I still got like small town vibes. So like Charleston feels small to me. Yeah, you know, but I do like the cities. I like the cities, but I can't. I can't live. I can't live there. I, I don't. I mean, even Pittsburgh. But Pittsburgh's not that big of a city, you know. And the grand scheme yeah. of events, it's it's a small, small city. Yeah, you know. And there was um, a lot of places to explore. I was exploring under under the all the bridges and uh, and, and things like that. And, and Pittsburgh, yeah, know. city of bridges, right? Yeah, a lot, yeah. Of, a lot of yeah, a lot of bridges to paint in Pittsburgh. Well, what I'm saying is, like people mainstream and industry doesn't talk about i talk a lot about sensitivities right and mm-hmm. people's sensitivities and mainstream doesn't really talk about or try to explain why artists are who they are mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying because i think if if there's a little more context mm-hmm. with explaining an artist such as yourself mm-hmm. maybe things could be a little more understood maybe you don't have that paranoia mm-hmm. that you have about doing a deal because <laughs> yeah. they understand you diff- better yeah. right sure you know what I'm saying? Uh, yeah. That's what I think about. Yeah. Because to me, it seems it's a simple thing, but maybe it's something that 
people don't think about. I don't know. Yeah, I know. I mean, I, I need to have somebody. I know I need to have somebody broker my deals. <laughs> That's what I need. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I, yeah. I should be the guy behind the curtain somewhere. Like, you don't even get to talk to this guy. Yeah. Yeah. I don't need to be doing the deals. I mean, I need somebody else to be doing the deals. Well, I, I have an idea. for my best interest. Yeah. And I have an idea that I, I did this with Madison. She she's a she paints as well. Uh, and how long? How many paintings do you do a year? Oh, I don't know. Murals could go from like fifteen, twenty. Yeah, the canvases. I don't know, man. I could maybe a hundred. Last more. I'm I'm not a hundred a year. Maybe that many. Maybe. I mean, like I'm painting. Like some of my stuff is like street signs. I'll just paint my monsters hanging out on street signs. I can I can paint. You know, paint maybe five or six of those in a week. Maybe if I'm hustling. Do you ever film them? No, um, no, no. Well, every now and then. Every now and then. Yeah, not much. Not just because the video cameras are just it stresses me out. It's tr- <laughs> I mean, I just try to paint and like yeah. I'm trying to focus on. All right, got this camera, got the batteries charged up, got it looking good. Like, all right, let's go. Yeah, it's just uh, a lot of times. Like a lot of my um, paintings will go. They'll start on the computer first. So like mm-hmm. all my designs on a computer um, are time lapsed just from the program it does it for you anyway. So all all my artwork this point it starts uh out on the ipad and then trans- gets transferred over to canvas walls signs the thing i did with you here's the here's the series we film all you film all your paintings you do every year yep. you film them all from a, from start to finish mm-hmm. and we're gonna do it we're gonna put 500 528 gigahertz sound okay with each painting okay i don't know what that means but it sounds cool you ever heard of 528 gigahertz sound no huh huh you hadn't? Uh-uh. You never heard that? I don't think so. No, let's see here. I'll let you hear this. Because this, you know, we're in a satisfying, yeah, let me. Uh, it vibrates your soul. It heals your body. Oh, it does. It heals your body. So this is something I think that nobody's tapped into. I think it's part of the future. I think for our, someone like yourself, the mm-hmm. paintings. Future. Yeah. I think this is something. This I think this is something that could be very monetizable if you yeah. wanted to create content. Yeah. I mean, you're going to have to have a serious little boom box, right? It's just this, oh, it's like funny. following your strokes of you painting. Okay. Like, wonder if you did like ten up ten of these, however long it took, with uh-huh. this type of sound behind it. Uh huh. Do some time lapse stuff like this. Yeah, it's very sensory. What? So the sensory of you painting. Uh huh. The sensory of the music. Okay. Pretty. That'd be pretty wild. I think that's the future of, and I think in this day and time, uh-huh. people are looking for escapes, and if you're a brand, yeah, you take. Take your art and add music like this to it. Yeah. There's some money to be made there, I think. Really? I think so. Even painting little kooky monsters running around doing. Yeah. I mean, I sh- you know, when the, after this podcast, I had to show you the, not, the thing. We did the thing. We did the thing with uh, Madison, but I think there's something to that with, with artists. Yeah. Because cause people listen to that. Yeah, I was already in a different world. Now we're back. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you're just already in a different world. <laughs> yeah, it's very, it's healing. It's yeah, healing. For sure. Uh, yeah, when I go get rubbed on, that's the, takes you to a different place. Yeah. Yeah, that could be interesting. Yeah, like, I know. If you did like a, a video series, uh-huh. you know, you get someone to do the original music, mm-hmm. right? If you got YouTube or whatever it is, put up on YouTube, put some promotion behind it. Yeah. That's millions of views huh. because yeah. people are going to just listen to it to go to sleep, yeah. much less. And then if they want to, Watch it, oh, right, like, and hear it. You yeah, get, get both. Yeah, um, like slow motion. Yeah, I see it. Like 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. Get some lights. That could be. It could it, be a thing. Yeah, it could it's be an interesting thing, thing for sure. So what is your, you know, I haven't touched on this. We talked about your family and talked about your art. Yeah. What about girlfriend, wife? Mm-hmm. I have a girlfriend now. I had a wife one time. Now I don't. Now I have a girlfriend. Oh, okay. Yeah. Kids? No, I have a dog. A dog. Yeah. You a, want kids? I, no. <laughs> I got a dog. I got my. I got a, a bulldog, and um, he's getting older, but he's still. He's still. He's still got his head right, and he's still good. And he makes his way into my art a lot. Really? Yeah. But it's, he's not a bulldog. He's, sometimes he's an octopus. As fast as your mind's going, is there any? Is there ever any downtime? Or is it always? I mean, are you up every day looking to move yeah, the needle? When, yeah. When I wake up, like I'm like a force to be reckoned with you know i wake up like let's go yeah you know, it's the thing like when i get up i'm like ready to, to move and and get cooking my downtime is um i'm sitting in front of a canvas or standing in front of a canvas that's it's really like when i get to relax yeah you know it's just uh, painting for me is my meditation that's where i get to like really just like otherwise like my brain's cooking and then and i, I don't I, I watch movies but i'm only watching movies when i'm painting you know so i'm not really watching them yeah, you know, and I watch the same movie a million times just because I, I know what they're getting ready to say, and, and I've seen the movie a hundred times at least while you're painting. Piece piece the movie together. So, and I watch a lot of the old '80s horror movies. So like, obviously, I've seen those things for a hundred times each. Yeah, my my downtime physically wear myself out. Just drain yourself just down. Drain it. Yeah, yeah. And that's and then that's when you crash. That's when I crash. How about spirituality? You know, we talked talked about the Reiki thing. Do you? Yeah. Would you? You know, being able to pick up frequency and all that. Do you? What do I, you I think do, about that? I mean, I mean, I feel like there's a higher power and stuff for sure. You know. Yeah. I believe in a lot of I believe in a lot of the religions. I think they're all. I think they all have good things to say. You know. Mm-hmm. I kind of bring them all together. I think not all of them, but some of them are similar to me. I want you to think and or, or want you to act with other people. Yeah, and, um, I don't think there's like a bearded guy up in the sky like calling the shots or whatever. I yeah. think there's a, a higher energy. I think it's energy. Yeah, I think there's this energy that I can't explain. That uh, maybe we, you know, I think we're from the Earth and we maybe go back to the Earth or whatever. Maybe we're aliens too. I don't know. I think we might be aliens and our water sources from another weird planet and it crashed into Earth. You know what I mean? And yeah, I think the water source from the Earth. Might not be from Earth. I think it's from somewhere else in the galaxy somewhere. Yeah, you know, I think I think humans not may not be originally from Earth. So I don't know. I got a lot of weird things doing. I don't know exactly. Well, they say that they say that Charleston and Kauai are the two biggest energy portals in the world. Really, I didn't know that. And they say Charleston was supposedly sitting on a great crystal here. I did not know that in the spiritual world. Really? Yeah, yeah, supposed to be sitting on the great crystal here. Because if you think about it, if you think about it. You got the Bermuda Triangle, right? Mm-hmm. Why there's a, in that if if you look at the point of Bahamas, Bermuda Triangle, Charleston, right? Yeah, yeah, we're there. We're there. We're right. We're right there. Yeah. So you know, there's a reason why things happen in the Bermuda Triangle, and I'm sure there people have some answers about that, but I don't think they're telling us. Yeah, that's what they say. Like a real one. That's what they say. They say that there's a great crystal. Here's the other. Here's the other little piece of rationale that this See. is. There's another piece of rationale. You know, Charleston just got done with a six hundred million dollar excavation, right? So they've been they've been digging to make Charleston the deepest seaport on the East Coast, right? Okay. okay. And I think the energy levels have picked up here tremendously. So I don't know if that means anything. Closer. I don't know. I don't know. But now Charleston is the deepest seaport on the East Coast. Yes. Huh. That is a true story. Yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah. 
and I think they're still excavating out there. You Not know, like deep dark ocean out there. So I mean, that's my rationale, yeah. and that's just some of the different things, like my huh. uh, Reiki master and so forth. Yeah, we talked about. Yeah, and uh, you know, because there, there's a lot of you know, I find a lot of spiritual people here, a lot of energy people here. I've never seen anywhere else. Huh. There is a lot of those. For you know of that too. I'm not the guy. To, I mean, I like crystals as much as the next guy. I don't know about this huge monster crystal, but maybe you'll see that in my artwork. At least I can paint it. I, I don't know well, I think about the stones. You paint the stones. Yeah, Where did yeah. that come from? For sure. Yeah. Were you just attracted to the stones? They were free. <laughs> <laughs> they were there free? was a lot of them. Really? I was finding like dried up riverbeds. You know, these smooth little things that I it was like tiny little smooth canvases for me but uh, I mean they do have energy too and they came from like one of the oldest rivers it definitely holds energy is that the new river mm-hmm. interesting that's the only river that flows north yeah that uh, maybe the Nile um, interesting yeah I used to have property in West Jefferson okay uh, on the new river okay yeah so I'm very familiar yeah very familiar with that mm-hmm. interesting so what is going on what have what have we you got anything that you want to put out there like what what's coming out anything you want to talk about any any special events going on what's your schedule the next couple months yeah well i got i have a building in park circle so i got my own space um on my brick and mortar up there in park circle um and i hold i try to hold a, at least one event a month sometimes a couple events a month um whether it's like a drink and draw and i'll feature different um, artists in the charleston area um i'm trying to do like a Halloween show there. Might be doing like a street sign show there. Um, it's just, it's just, everything's always happening in that little building. That's my, that's my little, my little gym. Uh-huh. And where's the building at exactly? It's on Spurl. It's like, um, if you know where like Holy City Brewing is and um, Coney Island Junction. Um, I'm like right there with, with it's kind of like the new part of Park Circle, I guess, that we're kind of building up for Firefly Distillery is. I'm like two blocks from Firefly. Interesting. So you, you, what kind of events do you have there? Yeah. I mean, to, um, I mean, I, I just did a drink and draw. Um, I'm, I'm thinking about doing like an artist lock-in, mm-hmm. you know, getting some artists together from Charleston and, um, spending like, um, a 12, 12 hours from like six in the evening to six at night or uh, six in the morning mm-hmm. and maybe, maybe recording it, you know, uh, maybe doing some live feeds, recording it, um, and then doing a, a show the next evening. For, for the public to come. Gotcha. So do it maybe on a Friday night that the artists come in and then um, and then have the show the next evening. Yeah. Now, these are just ideas. I mean, that's my place to be creative, and I have to be super creative with it to um, just to pay my bills. Fun, exciting, scary thing that I have. Now, some of your pieces, what's what's the most a piece has ever sold for? I mean, I, I mean I've had some pieces go for a lot, lot of money. Really? Yeah, a lot. I'm not. I don't even want to. You don't even want to say. Uh, uh, <laughs> really? No. Gotcha. Yeah. Um, right. I've I've had some pretty cool things happen, and big projects and stuff. And what is? How much your socials have you? Are you building those at all? Yeah, my, I mean my social my socials. I'm cooking right now. I can always use more um, people to come to my to my things. Um, I mean, I don't know. I got like sixteen, seventeen thousand on my Instagram. Told me I couldn't use patch whiskey. Interesting. Well, maybe we can help you with that. Yeah. You know, we're you know we're a, a meta partner. Huh. I didn't know that. Hit yeah, me. I'm a. We're one of 30, 30 companies. Come on, get it. <laughs> we're one of thirty companies in come the on. in the world. It's a, a partner. Oh, come on, patch needs. Yeah, I only got like three thousand. Interesting. Yeah, there's billions of people out there. Yeah, wrangle more people. In. How about YouTube? The YouTube. Yeah, I don't even mess with YouTube. I mean, I'm on there from other people 
videoing me, I guess. But I'm not the greatest with all all the technology. I mean, I <clears throat> I keep up with like Instagram, Facebook, and I mean, I got a Twitter account. I got my website. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's hard to do it. I need I need help. Yeah, yeah. Because like, I think once people understand where you're coming from, yeah, you know, and I mean, who you are as a person, just, and yeah, that like you're this, a real artist for sure. I'm this one guy that's doing everything. You know, I'm I have to build my website and I have to like design the canvas. I have to uh, build the canvas, paint the canvas, sell the canvas. Just, you know, I mean, I got to clean my toilets in my gallery. I got to, you know, I do, I, I wear all the hats. Yeah. But, I mean, like I have my girlfriend and uh, my sister and my nieces will help me out, you know, during times of events, all the other stuff is just me just trying to keep it together and still be an artist. Yeah. Cause I think when you meet a true artist, you know, they're a true artist or I do. Mm-hmm. Cause I know, I know the sensibilities, you know, and, you know, there's probably a lot more bandwidth there with you than you don't even, haven't even touched on yet. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, uh, I think the sky's the limit. You just, yeah. just got to find that right, uh, that sure. right vein. For sure. And this guy is the limit. And I, I just need to like, um, <clears throat> if I could get some contracts, maybe with some like, maybe like, uh, some merchandising contracts or something, you know, um, uh, thinking just like some stores, um, that I might like, I was thinking like hot topic or like. I could see, I could see uh, a cartoon, you know. Yeah. Well, man, it was good talking to you. Yeah, it was nice talking to you. I don't want to keep you here all day. <laughs> you know <laughs> what I mean? Nice. I appreciate you, appreciate you coming in. Yeah. It's a good conversation. And, uh, yeah, uh, for sure. You know, if anybody wants to check out Patch Whiskey, he's in North Charleston, South Carolina. Yeah, Park Circle, baby. Park Circle, doing some live events and so forth. He's the real deal, real artist, real guy, the real sensibilities, and I think he's got a lot to look forward to in the future. Uh, appreciate you coming on. Yeah, man. Uh, my name is John Edmonds Cosma, the CEO of Bang Productions. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.